What's up, everyone? You're listening to Rethinking with Rosalba, a podcast all about rethinking and unlearning what our personal and professional development looks like, something the education system is not set up for. So we're going to chat about it here. I'm going to hit you up with some motivation, inspiration, and practical steps to help you on this journey. Well, 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 I'm back, bitches. <laughs> Talk about a freaking hiatus. You would think that this was like a season of Stranger Things, right? Where you have to wait like two years to binge the rest of it. I mean, for me, I didn't take that long. It was just a six months hiatus. Um, but trust me, it was highly needed. And I can't wait to get into why I was on the hiatus what made me pause. But before we get into all the lessons that I learned during this break, um, and before I get into what's to come on season two, because I'm super excited about season two, I just want to remind folks what this podcast is about. Remind the old crew who tuned into season one, as well as all the newcomers, welcome to this podcast. I think you're really going to enjoy it. So let me just give you a little bit of a background. My name is Rosalba. Obviously, it's called Rethinking with Rosalba. So hello. <laughs> and this podcast is all about personal development. So my background is I started off in education as a teacher. Then I transitioned to a math coach, then a math consultant, as well as an author. Um, and something I realized along my journey in education is the education system is pretty fucked up. <laughs> and while I was like super focused on helping teachers with content, right, with their professional development, with how to teach the best lessons and how to reach students in that way, along that journey, I realized that the focus really shouldn't have been for me sharing professional development, but instead focusing on personal development. So when I talk about personal development, I want us to think about like SEL, right? Social emotional learning. We talk about SEL for students, but teachers need their own versions of that too. In my mind, it's not just about teaching lessons, right? It's it's about working on ourselves as human beings, right? As human entities in order to walk into these classrooms as our best selves, right? As the best version of ourselves. Uh, I say this all the time, like you can teach fractions up the wazoo, but if you're coming in like a fucking tyrant and just miserable, what the hell does a fraction lesson matter at that point? You know, it's all about energy, right? And the energy we bring into our spaces. So I shifted and transitioned my purpose and how I want to help people, right? Originally, it's teachers, but technically it's people in general, just shifting from professional development to personal development. Because at the end of the day, I just want to help people find the best versions of themselves. That's it. In all the areas of their lives. It's not just work, right? It's all areas of their lives, mindset, um, everything, really. And through this podcast, it's really where I get to share all the things I've learned along the way and, and share with you guys tips and strategies and tools that you can use along your journey. Okay, so that's a little background just in case you don't know who the hell I am. But let's talk about this hiatus because damn. Okay, so I have been keeping something from you all. This year, I've been working on my life coach Um or you could even call it a personal development certification. So I'm getting certified as that, which has been great. I've been taking on classes and, and getting this 
side of the business ready. So I really have been working on investing my time and money into myself, into learning and growing. And along the way, along this journey, I use one of the most powerful mantras that I think has really helped me level up in 2022. I know a lot of us have had a rough 2022. Um, I really tried to make the most out of it. So my mantra that I used along this way, along this break, is to let go, which seems like the most basic thing. (laughs) But really, it's a lot. It's a lot of It's hard work to let go. So let me get into the areas I let go, right? And how I leveled up by letting go. First thing I let go of, workaholism. Damn, that was a big one. Now, listen, I come from a second generation immigrant family, right? My mom was born in the Dominican Republic. With that being said, I mean, sometimes when you have parents like that, like hustle culture is embedded in us, right? you know, we're taught that if you want a fair shot at the same opportunities, you know, as others, that you have to work twice as hard, you know, you have to, you know, not just wait for a seat at the table, you have to freaking knock down that door, build the fucking seat and plot it, you know, on the table. (laughs) So you're heard. And so you make a difference. And so you contribute. Um, My family was all about, you know, I came to the United States for you to have a better life and for you to have more opportunities. So you're going to make the best out of that. And that's where kind of hustle culture is embedded in us, that mindset. I also think that education in itself, the education system also instills hustle culture in us. I mean, that education system is set up really honestly to categorize teachers, right? We see the the good teachers, right? Quote, unquote. The good ones are the ones that we say come in early, stay late, bring their work home. These are the so-called good teachers, right? That The ones that are always on the clock. I mean, but pause and think about how toxic that fucking sounds, right? I let that go. I was that person, I realized I missed out on so much time with my family, my kids, my my friends, just building experiences because I was always juggling multiple projects. Especially when I started my business Zend Math and I was coaching teachers, I was writing some books, I was I was working for some math companies, working for curriculum company. Holy shit, I had a zillion fucking contracts. And sometimes I was working 12 hour days, 16 hour days. I think that was my max. That shit is not healthy. So I re and I was a workaholic from the get go. Again, this is embedded in us. So the first thing with my mantra that I let go is my workaholism. I really took a step back and really looked at my priorities and what needed to stay and what needed to go. Now, in order to help me do that, um, which leads me to the next thing that I let go is multitasking. We think that we are like the ultimate beings if we can multitask really well, right? And I don't know if many of you know this about me, but I used to practice Buddhism back in the day. I mean, not 
listen, my mouth is a little spicy with my curses. <laughs> so as you can imagine, I wasn't always the best Buddhist, you know, practicing Buddhist, but something that I took away from that, oh, I took a lot of things away from that time, but something that I took away from that that I wasn't practicing enough was being present, right? So with letting go of multitasking, I shifted to single tasking and holy shit, that made the biggest difference, right? Because I was present in everything that I was doing. I'm going to do a future episode on this because I don't want to dig too deep into this right now. The effects um, of multitasking and single tasking, the effectiveness or lack of effectiveness of, of these um, and some strategies kind of to use along the way. So I'm not going to dig into this too much right now. But I just want to say it's one thing that I let go, that multitasking mindset and really kind of staying present, giving 100% of time and energy to one task in order to, to freaking crush it, as opposed to divvying up my time. Okay, so that's my professional life, right? That's some things I let go of in my professional life. Moving on to my personal life. I let go of a ton of unhealthy habits that I had. This year, I made health a priority, and I'm very proud of that. I lost over 50 pounds, which is really good. I blame that weight gain originally on the pandemic on fucking Grubhub. <laughs> but really, it was really my mentality that I've had around food and fitness. Don't get me wrong. I love fitness. I would save all the fitness, TikTok videos, YouTube videos. But, but was I doing it? No. I used to. And then I fell off. I wasn't consistent. I never carried through with it, basically. So I tackled that bad boy. I made it a mission and I really maintained consistency around it this time around. And for me, it wasn't about getting skinnier. Like, yes, I wanted to lose weight and obviously like slim down, but more so it was really about honoring my body. You know, I, I, I got a lot of blood tests done. I got, I really wanted to make sure like my body was really intact and it's not, not just like the number on a scale right? It's that whole idea, the whole cheesy idea of like my body's my temple, but I like actually like went through with that. So, um, so there's that, right? But I know sometimes when people talk about like weight loss and fitness journeys and blah, 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 they kind of get like psycho about it sometimes. I haven't been a psycho about it. I still have my crap snacks like I do, but I'm just more mindful about them. It, it's basically I let go of really shitty things and I'm more mindful about what I'm putting into my body. So that, that's, also, that's been great. I also let go of, throughout this break, unhealthy relationships. So I got divorced and my divorce kind of got dragged out quite a bit, but it was finalized this year which is great. And I'm not here to bash my relationship or bash my ex. I mean, with any relationship when it's shitty, a lot of times, you know, both people contributed to it. Um, so that's, you know, that's how I view that. But through it, right, you know, I was talking to someone recently and we were talking about like, was the divorce a bad thing? For me, it wasn't a bad thing. It was kind of like a freedom and, and uh, weight lifted off my shoulders. And I don't see it as a negative um, experience because I really learned so many lessons through that relationship, right? Re lessons on 
what I want in a partner, truly, what boundaries I need to set up um, in order to have a healthier relationship, and also how I want to show up as a partner because I wasn't showing up as my best self either. So like anything that seems kind of crappy at the time, there's always like a lesson behind it. And I took away a ton of lessons in that relationship. That And something nice that actually happened throughout this process is um, the divorce was being dragged out. It was ongoing, but I was lucky enough to meet someone else who really helped me see what a beautiful relationship could look like, right? It was kind of like this whirlwind romance. Um, and it was exactly what I needed at the time. Even that helped me gain lessons in what a positive, you know, connection, interaction, love, all of that can look like. So I let go of unhealthy relationships and took lessons from it and really try to apply it to this kind of like crazy romantic kind of whatever that I was in for a little bit. So that was really nice. And the last thing I want to talk about that I let go of is my really crappy mindset that I had around money. Um, You know, getting divorced naturally causes you to kind of shift your finances. And I have kids to still support, right? So I really had to get my ass into gear. I did a lot of work around this, around money mindset. And I'm really excited to share in future episodes how I did this and how we can all work on a more like abundant mindset around money. You know, not just that fear of of living check to check like we often are, right? So really with all of these things that I let go and all of these lessons I learned along the way, I really am looking forward to kind of sharing lessons around that, things that I've learned, things that I've studied, things that came up during my certification to becoming a life coach, things, tools, strategies, tips that I can share. So I'm excited about that. Um, I let go of a lot of unhealthy shit this year. And it's so funny because anytime I'm interviewed on a podcast or even when I've held interviews, you know, in my Zen math business, I always use the quote, subtract the unnecessary and add the meaningful. Get it? Because it's like math. So math was my thing. Um, But I really like stuck to that. I really started subtracting the unnecessary things in my life and adding in the things that were more meaningful. I mean, all of this allowed me to have more time with my kids and build a stronger relationship with them. It allowed me to start honoring my body. It helped me find a career path where I'm in service, right, of others to others um, in order to help, right, and contribute to helping people show up better for themselves, right? This shit is contagious. Energy is contagious. If you look at every area of your life, it affects another area, right? If let's say health, right? If I'm just have a lack of sleep and I'm freaking hangry and cranky all the time, What's my vibe going to be like around my loved ones, right? I mean, I'm going to wake up miserable, cranky. I'm going to feel the day's going to suck. Um, I, you know, I'm not going to be as present because like brain fog and then you're eating crap and sugar fucking crashes. Like it's a lot, right? 
So one simple area of your life can affect so many other areas. And at the end, here's what happens. It affects you, but it also affects the people around you, your loved ones, your, your community. So through this podcast, I'm really looking forward to like exploring all these different areas of our lives. Now, don't get me wrong. Uh, Don't get it twisted. (laughs) I do not have everything figured out. I'm never going to pretend that I do because I don't. No one does, really. There are so many aspects of our lives that we all have to work on constantly. Family, home, social, cultural, physical, health, right? Mental, education, financial, career, even spiritual, all those areas, we all still have work to do around them. Um, It's a lifelong journey, right? It's a lifelong journey I'm on, and I'm hoping that you will join me on it. You know, I really want to share all the knowledge that I gain along the way with you. And I hope that you can take what resonates with you and leave what doesn't, right? We all know, like, life can be stressful and overwhelming. And honestly, sometimes it's just a fucking dumpster fire. But I'm hoping with these techniques, right, I'm hoping to help you relieve that, right? Again, so you can show up every day as your best self. So my ride or dies that were listening to season one, thank you so much for being patient. I have come back to the grid. I'm back on the grid. I'm digging into season two, which I think is going to be amazing. And I think you're going to get a lot from it for our newcomers, our noobs, our newbies. Um, Welcome. I think that you're going to love it here. Well, that's a wrap for me. Check out next week's episodes when we actually start digging into this work. So Well, that's a wrap for me. Thanks for joining me in this episode of Rethinking with Rosalba. If you learned anything from this episode, I'd love for you to share it with a buddy, a friend, like spread the love. And don't forget to follow my show so you never miss out on one of the latest episodes. All right, guys, catch you later.